In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, listeners, what's up? Jeff Zimfer, your humble host, once again, for another episode of Mortgage Marketing Radio. You know, it's funny when I do these intros, sometimes I'm just, uh, gosh, I'm thrilled to have you here. Appreciate you being here. And I want you to know that I am. I'm very much thrilled that if you're tuning in, you've been tuning in for some time, I am grateful for that. And look, you can reach out to me anytime. You want to share a topic, a comment, you want to suggest a, a guest I should interview, you can email me anytime, podcast at mortgagemarketingradio.com. So check it out. Also, don't forget, as we're transitioning through the rest of 2020, right? How are you preparing for the shift away from refi as that does begin to happen? What percentage of your business is purchased right now? Are you investing in your realtor relationships, your referral partnerships, so that you can keep those sticky solid because that is the oil well that's going to continue to feed you through the ups and downs. Um, should we have a small impact to the uh, interest rates for refinances, you know that an impact can be fast and immediate and significant. So I want to help you prepare for that. I want to help you continue to build your realtor referral relationships in a fun, stress-free, non-cold calling way. How about never making a cold call to a realtor again? How about never having to pay to play? How about never having to chase? How about having an educational platform that attracts agents to you so you become the go-to lender, adding more value than any other lender in your town and building loyalty, building trust, you know, having a unique differentiator that gets agents to respond, that gives you a platform to reach out and build your personal brand with agents. It's unbelievable. How do you do that? Well, you need to follow a system, number one. It can't be just from the hip, right? You need to follow a plan, right? You need some guidance and you need the right tools and systems to do that. Good news, we've got the plan and the system and the tools. It's called the Mortgage Marketing Pro Membership. And what it is, is a library of on-demand, Zoom ready to go, done for you classes that aren't on mortgage, right? Although we do have a brand new first-time homebuyer class in there, but are on topics, hot topics that agents want to learn about. Social media, digital marketing, business planning, you name it, right? And we equip you to be able to facilitate and host these classes in a very stress-free way where you don't have to be the expert, right? But they are coming to you to learn this information. And from that, you will drive conversations, meetings over Zoom or in person. And thus, you will create this value-based relationship, which creates reciprocation and wants to refer to you, right, clients, because you're adding more value to them than just being a lender, which, right, we know we need to do more than that. So you want to learn more? Go here, mortgagemarketing.pro forward slash join. 
got a brief video up there. We do weekly calls. By the way, the podcast we just released on this past episode was from Janelle Poole, right? Who's one of our pro members. And that gave you a snapshot into um, sometimes what we do on our, uh, our our coaching calls for our pro members is we do these hot seats. We're always talking about our members are coming to the table with ideas. We're helping people execute, holding them accountable. So mortgagemarketing.pro forward slash join. All right, let's transition to my special guest this week who I uh, happened to pluck from the stage of uh, Todd Duncan Sales Mastery. Todd Duncan, I've got a ton of respect for, helped me get started in the industry way, way, way back um, and was a mentor for me. Um, and so Todd now this year, of course, did his sales mastery virtually and I'm watching and I see this uh, gentleman, Jake Wade, uh, from Sonoma County, California, uh, talk about, um, going from on demand to in demand and having those difficult conversations when you need to no longer, if you're at a point in your career where you are getting burned out, spread thin, you don't want to play the on-demand 24-7, call me at 8 o'clock at night kind of stuff. And how do you transition away from that? How do you have those conversations? What's the process you go through to make that adjustment in your business? Well, that's why I wanted to bring Jake here to the conversation today because he's done that and he's been on a rocket ship kind of restarted over in the business after a two-year hiatus. So in 2017, uh, he did 18 million, 2018, uh, 27 million, 2019, 42 million, 2020. I think he's on track to do 60 to 70 million, 155 units. Man knows what he's talking about. So wanted to have this conversation with Jake and to help you if you've ever had difficulty, wondered how do I you know, have the conversation with realtors so that I don't need to be on demand 24-7 and how do you be more selective in who you work with because there's enough other people, there's enough people out there that are willing to do business on your terms. So hopefully today's conversation helps. Without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Jake Wade, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for having me. Appreciate you being here. You're hot off the stage from Sales Mastery 2020, man. How'd that go? Uh, it was incredible. You know, uh, I, I, I wanted to go out there and do it live. I wanted to go out there and see Todd and give him a hug and feel all that good energy, you know. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, you know, every year that I go to one of these things, it's like a shot in the arm of some high trust and some good energy. And so uh, with COVID and all that, uh, it, it was definitely a, a trip to go out there and film for, you know, an hour, but well worth it. And you've met Todd, you know, his energy is just off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. Todd, it's so funny because my story, I started in 2003 and I was reading some of your bio. You've been in the industry a long time too. Um, yeah, Todd, man, I used to have his sales mastery like DVDs on the shelf, mm-hmm. you know, and would put those mm-hmm. into the computer. <laughs> Where nowadays cool. you just watch the stream, baby. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. No, so all right, let's jump into it. So here's here's why um, I, I wanted to pluck you off of the stage, so to speak, and I appreciate your flexibility because this was literally two days ago, I think, right? You were on the stage. Yeah. Um, yep. You talked about a concept that comes up a lot when I talk to loan officers which, you know, the title of your session with Todd was um, going from on demand to in demand. And, but what you really talked about was the whole concept of like, when we, when we all first start in this business, we want to be available 24 seven, right? You know where I'm going yep. with this. Yep. I outwork anybody, call me weekends, nights, whatever. And yep. you played that game for yep. a while, didn't you? Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, one of my realtors came up with the tagline. She's like, well, you just are Mr. Make it happen, aren't you? And so it kind of stuck. And I, that was good when I was starting and, you know, everyone called me, I got this hard loan I can't do, or I need you this, blah, blah, blah. But I learned after about a year and a half, like, uh, 
that that may be even a uh, bad uh, strategic move there because it set the premise of exactly that. Mr. Make it happen. Call him 24 hours. Call him at one in the morning. He'll get up and do a pre-approval for you, which I did. I mean, if I told you some of the stories of, of stuff I, I, uh, I did to gain new market share, it, it would blow your mind. Um, but yeah, I think every LO goes through that. I don't care how successful you are now. There was one point you were, you were fighting for scraps, you know? Yeah. So at some point, yeah, you have to do that to kind of prove yourself, I guess. Mm -hmm. Now that you're, by the way, how many years have you been in the business? Uh, this will be 16. 16. Um, and you switched over to Pinnacle when? A few years ago? So I actually, I worked, uh, so I actually worked till 2013 full time mm -hmm. in the industry, took a break for three years. I mean, right. I still did a couple deals, refer them out, blah, blah. Um, so I came fresh into Pinnacle in a new town, zero relationships, zero realtor clients. Um, so I kind of started over, if you will, in yeah. uh, January, 2017. Wow. Okay. So take us fast forward, uh, 2019, what was units and volume and what are you kind of tracking this year? 2019, I did, so I'll just give you that. 2017, I did 14 million. 2018, I did 27 million. 2019, I did 42 million. And this year, I'm projecting somewhere between 64 and 70 million. And that's my personal production. Right. And I know you're in, in California, so let's put this in context for our folks in Indiana. Um, roughly, do you know <laughs> how, many, how many units that is, roughly? I mean, you just ballpark. Um, I'd say probably about 155, 160. Got it. All right. So you're rocking it. Yeah. Okay. So you started basically from ground zero in 2017. That's a fast clip. Um, number one source of business is? Right. Past clients. Past clients. Past clients. So you're really good at database farming and all that. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, okay. So past clients, number one. Then number two? Realtors. Realtors. Okay. Um, I want to roll back the clock a little bit to, to how mm -hmm. you first started. Then we'll get, we'll bring it up to modern day. But when you first started, you're just blowing and going, you're out there, Mr. Make it happen. Um, this is 2017. How did you get attention from realtors? How did you get noticed and get conversations? Um, I'm pretty fearless. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I would just walk into a room and, you know, I, I, I would look for things that I liked, right? Oh, I like that. I like your sunglasses. Oh, those are a nice pair of shoes. I have a green pair or whatever. You know what I mean? So I would look for similarities, but honestly, I'm pretty fearless. I mean, I would go to networking events and just introduce myself to as many people as I could. Mm -hmm. um, meet, you know, see someone with a nice car in the parking lot, start a conversation with, I mean, you name it, I was doing it. You know, you got to remember at this time, I came off a three-year hiatus uh, working part-time as a, or working full-time as a personal trainer just for something to do my 2016 tax return said 32 grand, right? So fast forward January 17, or excuse me, January 17, I have a new baby on the way, yeah. right? So all these things, I was hungry. I was yes. hungry again, just <laughs> like I was when I was 22 years old. Right. All right. So you had a big compelling why. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. reason to get you motivated. So you got after, so you're just, it was the hustle factor. You're out there just doing everything you can. Like we said, the 24 I was in. Yeah, I was in BNI. I was in, you know, leads for. I was in multiple networking groups. Multiple. I was just out there. I was, you know. And did that stuff work? Some of it did, and some of it didn't. And yeah. and what I learned is the stuff that worked for me, I I did more of, and the stuff that didn't, I just kind of let go. But in the beginning, right? You've got to try a lot of different things, especially if you're coming. Oh, out you of do this it all. Yeah, for zero experience, your the name of the game is awareness. Who the hell is Jake Wade? I don't know. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yep. then you got to prove so, yourself. Somebody, somebody's got to take a flyer on you and be like, all right, I love your hustle, man. I'm going to flip you a bone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I worked a lot of open houses. Holy smokes. I worked a lot of open houses because I realized early on uh, that that was the way to, to be in front of that person one-on-one, less distractions, you know, really get to know. And I think that's what started kind of my formulation of getting into like high trust or, or the relationship-based model is I just hang out with these people. And I was normal. I wasn't trying to put on a show. I was just being me. Um, so. Yeah, being you. That, that says a lot there. Okay, so at some point then, now we're, you know, 2017, 2018, you're building volume, you're building relationships, referrals and all that kind of stuff. Was there a point where you kind of had this awareness or recognized, you know, like, hey, you know what, man, I'm burning the midnight oil. I need to change some things. I can't be 24-7. Yeah, so it was a, it was a two-part equation. Mm. I, I went to, I, 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 had, I had basically figured out that now I was getting enough business where I didn't have to take on the very, very hard loans. And I was realizing they, I was starting to realize it took me a while, hit my head a few times to realize that I was spending more time on these loans, just trying to be the hero and probably missing the mm. deals that I should be focusing on in that. So I do one loan and lose out on three, yeah. right? Because I'm, I'm, so that was kind of the start of it. And then, yeah, the second part was just emotional toll. I mean, mm. I'm, I'm a pretty open book that first year of my daughter's life. I was not, I was not home much. And after about a year of that, I was like, you know what, this isn't, this isn't why I'm doing this. I'm doing this so I can be with my family, not be away from my family. So I think all that, and then, um, realizing that I had to set some boundaries, right? Just like anything in life, like you have to set those boundaries for success. You have to set those boundaries for personal reason, you know? So I think all those in culmination, I just started to realize like, okay, you need to have like some work-life balance and figure out when you're going to work and when you're not going to work and then communicate that. I think the last part of communicating that was like the gulp moment. Like, oh my gosh, I'm going to say this right now. And I'm going to tell someone no, and I might lose them and fear, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm glad you went there because that's exactly where I want to spend, spend the bulk of our, the, our rest of our time talking about, because a lot of loan officers, even in their established, right. You know, a lot of loan officers like to bitch and moan about realtors and complain. Mm-hmm. Right? And I mm-hmm. get it. I get the whole conversation, but you mm-hmm. know, probably better than a lot. That's just a choice you're making to work with those mm-hmm. people. Right. So mm-hmm. maybe give us an example of, how did you identify who you're going to cut loose? How did that conversation go? Kind of what happened from there? Yeah. So um, there were a couple that right off the bat, I just, I was like, I, I kind of, I, well, I remember I wrote down a list, right? And I but wrote you're down like a list one of side of the column. This is who I don't like working with. <laughs> well, it was more a list. And then I just started kind of making notes next to their name and like, right immediately there were like two or three that wrote like, this has got to be a breakup. Like this has to be a breakup. There's never anything going to cut of this. We just don't work. And that's okay. They probably work better with people than me. And I work better with, you know, same thing. So there were probably three or four. Then a meat of them, you know, a good chunk of them was, Hey, I know like you've kind of gotten used to me, like kind of being like, Hey, call me on Saturday. I'll be there on Sunday for an open house or, Hey, you know, text me at eight o'clock at night. I'll drop what I'm doing and go do a pre-approval. Um, I, I just need to have some conversation. Like I, I need to tell you that like, Hey, my life's changing a little bit and I want to spend time with my family. And the thing is, is, is it was the truth. Mm-hmm. There wasn't that I wanted to go golfing or I wanted to go party or I wanted to work <laughs> less. It was right. really, 
I wanted to spend time with my family. So I think because that was the truthful, intentional reason, people know when you're bullshitting and when you're not. Yep. And, and then, you know, once I said that, the next step was these people started to see, spend, see me spending time with their family. And then the like amazing thing happened. How'd you do that? How'd mm. you do that? And so my realtors started wanting that same life balance. And so it was this weird kind of alignment that happened. And yes, I still did work open houses. And yes, I still worked on the weekends. And yes, I still do to this day. But that was that was now it's twenty percent of my biz, yeah. of my schedule, not ninety percent of my schedule. Right, right. You're not sacrificing family anymore because of yeah. That. And I still work a lot, but I, I know <laughs> I I know how to set those boundaries now. Yeah. Hmm. Do you are uh, do you have you know some people have this policy like after a certain hour I don't answer my phone. Um. I don't really have that, but I do let people know when I'm not going to be in, uh, available. Like. I, I have a text message ready to copy and paste to my realtor segment of my phone book. And, you know, I sent it out this morning. I said, Hey guys, just to let you know, I'm only going to be in the office till Tuesday. My daughter and I are going to go get some ice cream and then go to the park. If you yeah. need anything, please send me an email. One of my team members, again, the importance of delegation, having team, one of my team members or I will get to it either over the weekend or Monday. If it's mm. an emergency text it. and people do that. Sometimes they cross the boundary and then they text me for like a pre-approval uh, that's not getting submitted until Monday. And I just have to remind them like, Hey, you know what? I come in at 6am. So like Monday is okay if we do this. Oh yeah, sure. No problem. So it's, it's really about communication. And if you work with the right people, that is not hard to do. You should be able to talk to, in my opinion, you should be able to talk to your realtors candidly, openly, honestly, and with love. Mm. And do you think, um, is LO struggle with that? Uh, is that an issue you think mm-hmm. for people? Yeah. Why? Um, I think, I think a lot of people, I think some LOs think you have to put on a show or you have to say the right thing. Um, I'm authentic and some people don't like it and some people do, but I'll tell you, I'm, I make a damn good li- living off the people that do and I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> I guess it's that old saying, there's enough people out there who will do business on your terms, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, and that doesn't mean every once in a while, you know, I go, you know what? No problem. I'll, I'll jump on and grab that for you. I'm not doing anything right now. But um, yeah, I think, I think communication, honest communication is tough unless you have built the, the foundation of a trusting relationship and a true relationship. Yeah. If it's a referral partner, someone that just calls you to get a quick pre-approval, that's not a partner. That's someone calling to get a quick pre-approval because they know that you'll do it at the drop of the hat. Well, what's, what's the difference? How do you know the difference between a true partner and, cause that sounds like a daily thing, realtor. Hey, I need a pre-approval. Uh, the realtor that just sends you a, a referral and you say, Hey, I'm spending time with my family. Can I get it to you tomorrow morning? And then they call lender B and then never talk to you again. That's someone who's not your partner. Someone, your partner who goes, Hey, can I get that pre-approval? Is it okay to, by tomorrow morning? Yeah, sure. Just before 8am because the offers are due by noon. Now that's a partner. Yeah. So a funny story from my past when I was an originator is uh, I had this guy, you know, I was courting him, wanted to get his business really. And I worked it, worked it like crazy. And I did. And then about six months into the relationship, he starts playing the game where leaving me a voicemail, Hey, if you don't call me back within 30 minutes, I'm calling, yep. a, you know, that whole game. Yep. And you're just yep. like, Hey man, we got to talk. <laughs> so 
All right, this is going to be very honest. So I, I don't say this out of ego, but I do it to kind of prove a point. I, I have had that happen to me. And basically my response was, great. Do you want the name of three great ones that I know? <laughs> That's awesome. That's even better. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing LO struggle with, especially early on, um, but even mm -hmm. ongoing is just, um, even when I started, you know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. Confidence. I didn't, mm -hmm. I, I was, I was, what's the word? Uh, apprehensive about pursuing mm -hmm. successful realtors. Cause I thought they yeah. had their act all together and all this kind of, and then you get to, you know, you realize, Oh my God, these people are screwed up. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so one of my first uh, mentors slash coaches, Roger Savvy, I don't know if you've ever heard the name, mm -hmm. but wonderful trainer, wonderful guy. Um, we talked about one of the first thing we talked about is perceived indifference, right? Mm -hmm. So perceived indifference means that realtor doesn't want to hear from you. That realtor doesn't want to talk to you. You, uh -huh. the thing you, the self talk you tell yourself as a, uh, newer LO, like you are perceiving the difference between you two before you've even given, before you've even given it a shot. And yeah. that was a huge one for me. And it kind of goes back to, uh, you'll never get the business if you don't ask for the business. Yep. And really what's the worst that can happen. They can tell you to go fly a kite, big deal. You know, what do you think about, um, LOs getting hung up on uh, feeling like they don't have anything unique or different to add of value? You know, we, hey, I got rates, I got loan programs. What, what's different about me? Um, I, think, I think you always have to strive. Like, you know, uh, you know, Todd talks about this a lot, but like you have to be a differentiator, right? Like you have to find your own brand. You have to make yourself different. You know, throw a rock and you'll hit a loan officer these days, right? But yeah. to really differentiate yourself, yeah. So I think that comes with confidence. I think that comes with discovery, right? So you have to look within and say, who do I want to be? Mm. Who do I want to be in six months? Who do I want to be in six years? Who do I want to be in 60 years? You know? So I think thinking about those things and then becoming extremely intentional about what you're going to do revolving your brand. Are you going to do social media? How's that going to look? You know, when you show up to a meeting, what socks are you going to wear? What shoes are, you know, like what mm. is your brand and what are you going to get really intentional about? So I mm. think that kind of goes hand in hand with that. Um, I, I'm, I'm a huge, when I coach and when I train people, I am always saying, be authentic, be authentic, be authentic, be authentic. Because again, I think if you're authentic, the right people will be in your life. If you are being you and you are being authentic in how you care about your business, how you care about your clients, how you care about the prospective relationship with this new realtor, then you will get the authentic, you'll get the right people. You know what I mean? If right. you're trying to be fake or put on a show, you're going to maybe win some people over, but you're always going to be putting on that show. Yeah. So uh, I love what you're saying there, be authentic and all that stuff. Uh, and it is a process sometimes for finding what that is for you, your voice and mm -hmm. all that. Seems like you're pretty confident with who you are. So um, you're in, you're in um, where are you again in Northern California? Sonoma County. Sonoma County. So it's pretty laid back up there, right? I mean, is anybody you wearing yeah. sport coats or what? Uh, I wear, yeah. I mean, I wear sport coats for it's, it's okay. It's definitely not like when I worked in the financial district where I wore a full suit, you know, every single day. It definitely isn't. I mean, I have shorts and a t-shirt on right now and flip flops. I could go yeah. see any one of my realtor partners and they went bad and I it's summertime in Sonoma County. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think, when you're a younger or not I mean yet, when you're a newer LO, you definitely have to show up more polished. You definitely, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? That's part of it. First impressions. But 
yes, first impressions are huge. But I think, you know, when I coach younger LOs, I think, yeah, show up polished, show up knowing your stuff, show up in a nice, you know, outfit or whatever. So I think that's part of it. But that doesn't mean you, um, you, you, you fake your intentions or you fake who you are or anything like that. You're just showing up dressed to impress. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And also what I can tell about you, I think, is that if I'm correct, that you're not showing up and it's not about what you can get, right? It's about what you can give. I, uh, I regularly use the word serve. I, I always, you know, how can I serve you? How can I help you? Um, I go into every single partnership asking questions about how I can help their business. Because mm -hmm. here's the thing. If I, if we are human, they are trying to get something from me. I'm trying to get something from them, but I am not taking it in self-interest. I am truly wanting to invest so that they become a true partner in their business. So, you know, I do the high trust interview. I talk to people. I regularly check in with my realtors. I work with exclusively, Hey, uh, what can I do to help you? Oh, nothing. Everything's great. I said, there's nothing you've been struggling with lately due to the shift in the market with increased buyer demand. Well, you know, I, you know what I mean? So I'm constantly probing that. How can I help? How can I serve? How can I help? And that doesn't stop just because you solidify a relationship because their business change, your business change, your personality changes, what you need changes. So you need to be, in my opinion, asking that continually because it forces you to continually approve and stay on your game with that relationship. Are you doing anything like, you know, agent masterminds or Facebook groups or anything like that with your agents? Um, I did. Yeah, I have done some Facebook groups. Um, I, I've, I've got done a few small get togethers. Um, I haven't really done too much of that with the COVID thing, but I will tell you, I text and check in with my realtors. I mean, there's probably a week that doesn't go by that I talk to almost my whole database. And sometimes it's not even business, right? right it's, right. hey, saw this on Facebook. How was your run? Because that's really, so um, I think what I've done a really good job at is, is two things, is staying, staying connected with my realtor database and staying connected with my client, client database. Um, I mean, I send out five texts every Wednesday to five people in my database. I do five handwritten cards every Wednesday to five people in my database. And I send five personalized voicemails to five people in my database every single Wednesday. And I've been doing that since 2017 religiously. Wow. And it pays off. Yeah. Yeah, that's fantastic. And you're also doing some other things uh, as we wrap up here in the last few minutes. Um, I yeah. noticed when I was looking at your website, um, you are part of Give Back Homes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes, I am. So I've had them on twice, man. I really love what they do. Yeah. So um, that's one of the uh, charities I'm part of, but it is by far the, um, uh, I don't know, the coolest, the most hip, the kind of like, <laughs> I don't know, their whole, their whole, their whole branding and their whole message is just so cool to me. And um, it, it's a younger, you know, uh, generation of getting back. And I really like that. Um, yeah. Uh, Corey Robinson, one of my uh, friends and top realtors in Marin County got me involved with them. Um, it's, it's incredible. And what's really cool is I'm not giving money back just internationally, but I've gone over to the builds in Oakland. I've gone to the ones in San Francisco. I lived in San Francisco for a decade. Um, I've given back to the community there. You know, I've done the soup kitchen. I've done it all. But to do this in my now profession is really cool. Yeah, for sure. And of course, you know, it's, it's focused on realtors. So, uh, you know, talk about a networking, a charitable organization where it puts you in front of realtors. I'm just curious if you've yeah. ever 
Um, well, you got a local, local uh, friend and top realtor there. Sometimes like in the past when I've had them on, I've tried to show lenders, hey, here's a great thing you could introduce to your realtors that they would uh-huh. find tremendously value. Talk about, hey, how do I add value to your business, right? Give back homes is one example. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I honestly, I hadn't even thought of that. I've just been kind of giving them money, but I mean, if I can uh, talk to my realtor database about that, yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, fantastic. All right, uh, anything else you're doing? You know, for the rest of this year, we basically have a quarter left. We got COVID, right? We're still kind of working our way through that. Um, anything that you've done significantly different post COVID? Had to adjust your, you know, your business or your pursuit of referral relationships. Um. You know, definitely working from home, a lot more FaceTime. Yeah. A lot. I've, I've, I've really tried to do use FaceTime for my clients and my realtors database. Okay. Um, I just formed a uh, new partnership with a large real estate company that we're going to be, you know, the new in-house lender for. So it's uh-huh. going to be interesting because we're going to have to start that um, via Zoom and all that. But um, what I have found is it's almost easier to an extent because I can schedule 12 calls back to back and hit all 12 of those. If I had to drive, cut that in half. Right, right. So you are leveraging Zoom technology to stay connected and build those relationships and all that. Um, Absolutely. That's interesting. In-house, uh, that, that could be a whole separate conversation. <laughs> <laughs> In-house lender. It's a double-edged sword, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but I always think if you, go, if you, if you uh, start the relationship right and, and both people aren't just invested in it into your point of what can you give me, what can I give you, and if you really have a shared vision, which I do have with this uh, group, I, I think it'll, uh, again, be a different, differentiator. No, that's awesome. It's funny because that hasn't been talked about much a lot. I don't see that bubbling up on the channels or all that kind of stuff, you know? Um, and I think in the, to your point, the right, the, it's all about relationship. That's what it comes down to. And that's the only time yeah. those things really work, so. Good for yep. you, man. Well, I know you're busy Thank and you, you want to go have ice cream with your daughter. I appreciate you making time. <laughs> I really wanted to dive into the whole difficult conversations with realtors and we should definitely share yeah. some nuggets. Hey, if anybody wants to connect with you, where's the best place to send them? Uh, jwade at PCM doc, uh, pcmloan.com or find me on uh, Instagram, uh, Jake Wade, Mr. Make It Happen. Mr. Make It Happen. Man, I, I want to see banners and t-shirts and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate you being here. And listeners, you know what to do. If you like this episode, uh, feel free to leave us a review and we'll see you on the next one. Bye for now. Hey guys, what's up? Real quick. Uh, you've heard about the Mortgage Marketing Pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done-for-you proven marketing materials and plug-and-play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to 
from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list uploaded into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call, we'll have a chat, we'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.